Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. back everybody welcome back cl cl has been gone for a little while as you may know i know you know because uh you tune in every day and i want to thank you for that uh, you know what i'm really grateful that the audience uh even when i'm having to be out of studio uh numbers show that we're still very well maintained and uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. Over the weekend, uh, uh, this last this past weekend, I was uh, I actually met some new friends uh, and rejoined with an old friend of mine, Larry Taunton. Up there in Alabama, Birmingham, we were at the uh, Grand Bahamian and uh, for three days with some of our about 250 of our closest, uh, closest allies and and newfound friends. And uh, along with me was the lovely Sam Sarbo. uh, And that that's that is Sam Sarbo, wife of Kevin, not a Sam Sarbo who is uh, uh, big and hairy and all that kind of thing. No. Uh, she she is a lovely, lovely uh, lady and was very happy to be with uh, her, uh, Pastor Tom Askell, and also a newfound friend, Eric Metaxas, was with us, along with our host, Larry Taunton. It was a fabulous, fabulous event. Certainly would love to come to a city uh, near you. I'm sure you'd like to bring it there. And, of course, go to FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, and become a part of uh, a movement, a movement that is helping to preserve your and my uh, rights as uh, Americans. Now, hey, gang, listen to me. There's a lot to talk about. Coming up in the uh, second hour of the show will be Good buddy, uh, former Navy SEAL, uh, federal agent, uh, special agent, Jonathan Gillum, will be coming on with me. He has a new book out. Yeah, it it, uh, is a children's book. And Michelle had shot that over to me just uh, a little bit ago. And I really think that this is something that uh, all of us, especially for our children, your grandchildren and so forth, you're really going to like it is one that is centered around the patriotism of um, or what we should ingrain back into our young people as patriotism. It's called The Adventures of, a, of Team Little Bigs. The Adventures of, teen, uh, of Team Little Bigs, a parent's book for children by uh, my guest coming up at the top of the next hour, Jonathan T. Gilliam uh, from the great state of Arkansas. He's a neighbor of mine as we grew up. I grew up right down there in Louisiana. Well, hey, (laughs) let's talk about this for just a second. 
Uh, in fact, let's 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 talk about this and those uh, D.C. police officers that uh, you know showed up a couple of days ago, uh, crying and carrying on on on, on screen. And, and hey, listen, I understand that uh, you put in a life and death situation. At least, if, if you think so in your mind, and and if you're hearing the chants and rants that uh, they say that they heard, sure, it will have. Um, a cosmic effect upon your psyche, no problem. But you know, police officers, uh, and I've, I've been I've been to academy, okay, many 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 years ago, okay. Police officers go through a the police officers go through a psychological evaluation. At least they they made me go through one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it was always just me that they may go through the psychological evaluation because the way I approach policing back, especially back when I was younger, and I, I wish I'd went ahead and been a cop. Um, I'd be retired now and probably have my private investigation team or whatever going on, as many of my cop friends are doing. They have their own PI um, agencies going on. In fact, they try to recruit me as a PI, but I just have never been into that uh, type of thing. Could be fun, though. But I know that police officers go through a psychological evaluation, at least they did back when I was going through academy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I got, you know, I was married. I really didn't uh, want to. You know, anyway, anyway, it's a whole nother story. I'll, I'll tell you about that story. But anyway, you go through this psychological evaluation before you even, you even go to the academy. Before you can even go to the academy, you go through the psychological evaluation. All right. If you are flake, if you are some kind of a flake, or at least in, the, in, in at least in the way that we're doing it, when back way back when, you know, when I when I could run the hundred and you know uh, nine 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 point eight nine point eight hundred, I could chase down just about anybody. But you couldn't just have the physicality; you had to have the mentality to be a cop. It takes a mentality to be a cop. Now, I know because they're reaching, scraping the barrel in many cases in some cities now that, hey, the standards may be lowered, but the standards were high back when I went to academy. Now, uh, dropped out the academy because uh, it was just one of those things they had to do. All right. If you are a flake, as you saw on television with those uh, men in blue, uh, supposedly representatives of the finest among us. When, if, you, if you notice how flaky they were, and we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit, I am telling you they were making up all of the emotion and all of it. And, and listen, I understand how many uh, soldiers have I counseled with over the last 15, 20 years who had post-traumatic stress syndrome, PTSD. That's what, that's what I do. That, you know, I'm, a, I'm a counselor, pastoral counselor. How many have I talked to? I know the real effects of that type of stress, uh, post or, uh, stress disorder. And I am saying to you, as a learned professional in watching body language, language period what was happening there it was contrived as you know and those officers if they are they they're dc they're dc cops 
Do you know the kind of stuff that D.C. cops see on a daily basis? Now, granted, these people were trying to overrun the Capitol. And granted, no, they weren't armed. But they were vicious. That's no, I give them that. I give the D.C. cops that. There's no question about it. But what I don't give them is the right to get on TV and make the rest of the cops who are on the force with them seem like absolute wusses and wimps. Those guys you saw yesterday were, are not worthy of the badge that they wear on their chest. Yes, I said it. No, no, no. The image that we tried to portray as cops when I uh, entered into the academy many, many years ago was that of great strength, uh, that of uh, courage, friendship, all of that. We wanted to be the best in our communities because we felt we were the best in our communities. Okay, and weakness, surrendering your guns or or crying about somebody, uh, you know, overrunning your trying to overrun your. Listen, that's not the mentality that they're looking. That's not the mentality that anyone is looking for. Who hires somebody as you do, you know, you hire the cops. They're, They're your employees. When you hire somebody to protect you, you don't want them to crack under the pressure that they're going to be under. That's what the psychological evaluation is all about. So I got past the psychological evaluation, got into the academy, and let me tell you something. (laughs) Things have changed. What it boiled down to with, with, with the hearing that you had the other day was blame Donald John Trump for inciting a riot. Now hear this. The truth is blame Nancy Pelosi for not being prepared to protect her capital building which is in her charge as speaker of the house the capitol building of the united states i have always known it to be one of the most secure places on the planet and i have always known it to be a place i've known dc cops over the years i've talked to them over the years i've Uh, had dinner with them over the years. You cannot, you won't overrun the Capitol building with 200 people unless, unless somebody wants that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you that for this re for, for, for what you saw on TV, the other day, with them, the D.C. cops, with, with the, 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 the police officers disgracing themselves. Disgracing themselves. Not even, uh, uh, not even a, a person who is of a cowardly nature 
would have gotten on TV sniveling, whining, and crying. I mean, it made me want to just slap them across the face and say, stand up and be a man. They were, they were, it was just, oh, it was just horrible. Be a man. You were there to put down what you said was an insurrection. You did it. Tell us how you did it, but don't cry about it now. You did your job. Be a man. Because it was only a woman, one of us, who got killed. And she was a soldier. She was uh, a veteran. But she was there. And she was the only one that got killed. And she was on our side of that, of that, of, of that. Uh, and, and hey, listen, yeah, I say our side because, yeah, those were people. I don't support them. I don't condone them or anything of that nature, to be clear. But I am saying to you, these were some misguided idiots who went and did something wrong. And there were others stupid enough to be caught up in that. I'm not too sure that I wouldn't have been stupid enough to be there myself. I have friends that I just talked to. Uh, yeah. Uh, both of them told me that they, they were there, but they weren't, on, they weren't on the Capitol steps or anything of that nature. But they were right there at the Capitol Plaza. And it wasn't but about 200 people, 200 maybe, uh, 250 people. That does not an insurrection make. Now, now, we'll deal with that a little bit later on. When Jonathan Gilliam comes on, uh, he can fill us in. He's someone who has, in fact, worn the badge. He went through the academy, unlike me, uh, who dropped out of academy. He went through academy. And um, he's been special for special forces, uh, former SEAL. Well, he is a Navy SEAL. What I told from all my SEAL buddies, once you're a SEAL, you're a SEAL. Like being a Marine, you're always a Marine. Uh, special agent, FBI. And uh, he's going to be on with us. He's now doing something kinder and gentler, but yet to make our children stronger and, and more uh, American. He's come out with a book, The Adventures of Team Little Bigs, a parent's book for children. Uh, he's coming up, top of the hour, next hour. Now, I told you about this, this COVID hoax a long time ago. Don't get me wrong. Don't, hey, listen, don't, don't send the, the emails or the, or the, or the, the texts, okay? <laughs> I know that COVID is real. I've had loved ones, friends pass away with COVID. But I'm, I'm, I'm almost convinced now that the medical science, the people who know, who know better, who people who know, the medical science is beginning to show that if you have a strong, as we used to call it a constitution, uh, immune system, then chances of you dying from COVID is very, very slim. 
it has always been very, very slim. If you have a strong immune system, if you are compromised in your uh, health with heart problems or, uh, you know, lung problems or, or, or something of that nature, then you, you might want to look a little bit further into how to fortify your immune system against this virus. That is going away because we're achieving herd immunity. This new Delta uh, variant that's out there, it's going away in India, it's going away in Europe, and uh, it's predicted to go away within the next two, three weeks here in America. But yet they are doubling down on you, your children, all of us masking up again. I never, the only place I truly masked up was when I had to fly on the plane. And I was telling someone, well, if they made me uh, um, get a shot, if, if the airline demanded that I have a shot and I couldn't fly, then I go ahead and get the shot because I need to fly. But you know what? I'm rethinking all of that. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Leanne, sent me over um, something the other day. I, I took a, a look at it, a good look at it. I've seen it twice now. And friends, I'm going to tell you, I mean, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Everything around this is just too sketchy. Number one, the number one thing that has always been the most sketchy to me, I'll tell you when we come back after the break. <laughs> yeah. It's the number one thing, and you should be very, very aware of this number one thing. Uh, Leanne had also sent me over this. Um, uh, I tweeted it out here just a little bit ago. Listen, this this is not, friends, about um, you wanting to they, them wanting you to be protected against the virus. This is about control at Rev, at Rev, C.L. Bryant, at Rev, R-E-V, C.L. Bryant. It's not about a virus, friends. It's about control. And you had smooth better believe that. It's about control. You, it's controlling you. Control over you. But the number one red flag that has always bothered me as an observer of things the way I am, I'm going to tell you about it when I come back. And you had better pay close attention to anybody, anybody who does this to you. I'm all, it always makes me slow down. Whenever this happens, because, well, you have to be careful. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. Jonathan Gilliam will be my guest at the top of the next hour. Don't go anywhere. Got a whole lot for you. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank all of you, all of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our nation on the CL Bryant Show. Great day in the USA. Yes, it is, but beware. Beware of liberals looking out for your health and uh, putting exclamation points all around uh, that. What am I talking about? Let me tell you what I'm talking about. The red flag that was flying in my face, flapping around my head from the very moment that uh, so-called CDC and the little Napoleonic figure, Fauci, highest paid federal em- employee uh, in the nation. We pay him more money. We pay any other federal employee. Okay. <laughs> and um, he was insisting at first that the mask were no, were, were no big deal. But then, but then everybody huddled up. Oh, 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 I wish I could have been at this powwow because it was a powwow. I'm telling you it was. I wish I could have been at this powwow. Um, this is one thing that I was wanting to say. And this is what I'm going to say. And I'm going to get back to those cops here later. I'm going to get back to the cops later. Okay? Because the same type of, uh, what do you, how do you say, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, that, there, that, there's a good word. There's a good word. Especially when we start thinking about Yeah. We were we were thinking about um how to put this across to the American public. That's what's going on in this in this private meeting right behind closed doors. Once Fauci said really don't need the mask, somebody had already told the powers that be that if we get them in the mask, we can lead them around by the mask. Right? Uh I played ball in high school. Right. I tried to play ball in college, but soon found out that I was very fast. I was fast enough. Now, I'd be fast enough if I was the same size, same speed today that I was back then. I'd make all kind of football teams, but I couldn't because uh, those guys were mules down there. 
even the guys who ran fast were mules down there. I was in great shape, but I wasn't nearly as buffed as those guys were. Okay? So, uh, when they when we huddled up and when you grab somebody by a face mask you could grab you by, by the face mask i'm talking about a football helmet mask you could literally drag them around anywhere that you wanted to on that field that's why it's a big time penalty right well even though that's a cloth or paper mask on your face do you realize that you are being dragged around by your face mask and the penalty the penalties that uh, should incur are not being incurred uh, because uh, and you should scream about it you should push back about it because they're about to drag your children around by the face mask how do people control you People control you through fear, usually. They are now wanting you to believe that somehow your children are going to be dropping dead. Now, stay with me. I got a point here. The one thing that was a red flag to me, it's always one, is when someone is persistent to you or to us as Americans that you got to do this. You got to do this. You have people on Fox News. And, and hey, listen, when I'm telling you about how they do things now, oh, it's all very, very. I'm not a conspiracy theorist by nature, but I can see one coming. And, 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 I can see one coming. And when someone is pressuring you to put something in your body that is suspect from the very beginning, even they believed it was suspect from the beginning, and they're pressuring you to do something. Whenever someone's pressuring you to do anything i mean i mean just constantly barraging you with this hey i ain't doing it i ain't doing it in fact you know you need, need no one to distance yourself anyway they're pressuring the american people far too much there's far and 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 listen the death rate from COVID now is at a point where if you have the antibodies in you, it's common knowledge. Chances of getting struck by lightning is greater. The chances of being eaten by a shark, a land shark, is greater. But yet they push this, not just on you, but they're pushing it on your kids. Okay, now, how do we know or what is the strongest indication 
that this is all bull s. <laughs> yeah, bullets. <laughs> yeah, what is the strongest indication that this is BS? Here, let me tell you. The strongest indication that this is BS is that you are not seeing those illegal aliens dropping dead at the border, even though some of them are found dead in the desert because they died of thirst, but not of COVID. And they're not dying of COVID. They are spreading COVID, the virus itself, back into America. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they're they're spreading COVID back into America, into the United States, the continental. There's going to be in, those kids are going to be in school with your kids, and if they get the vaccine, oh my, friends, we are headed for absolute fiasco with this. Have I taken the shot? No, I have not. Not going to take it. I'm telling you straight up. And I'm hearing all of my friends, I'm going to ask Jonathan when he comes on, did he take it? I just need to know. I mean, you know, it's not my business whether you took it or not. I don't care. It, I mean, it really doesn't matter, but I tell you what, I ain't doing it. Um, can I say, ain't, I ain't doing it. You can if you want. They're not dropping dead. The migrants, the illegal aliens that's coming across the border. These are not migrants. Migrants come in and go back. They come in, pick the fruit, they go back, right? They come in, they pick the fruit, they go back. These aren't migrants. These are illegal aliens flooding our borders, bringing over that border, COVID, while you have an administration wanting to punish Americans insist that Amer- you have a little Napoleonic figure in Anthony Fauci. I've, 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 I've not met him. I've been in the same room with him, but I, I didn't know who he was. Uh, I saw people paying a lot of attention to him, but so I didn't go over and, and introduce myself to him at all. But he's not, he's about, uh, you know, four eleven, five, five two, maybe tops. He's Napoleonic figure and he is the highest paid federal employee. And I am saying to you, the power is going to his head. The, this CDC directives and all this type of stuff does not make sense to anyone. But it makes sense on the conspiratorial level, which I am not a conspiracy theorist. But I do know that conspiracies happen. And friends, uh, it's time to call this spade exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Yeah, we got to call it for what we got to call it what it is. And so, my fellow Americans, back to my 
almost was uh, Brothers in Blue. Okay? The, uh, <laughs> the cops, yeah, they, they, they collaborated. They collaborated on this whole thing, right? They're collaborating. They collaborated with Pelosi on this whole thing. <laughs> a friend of mine just texted me. I'm looking at a uh, Pelosi set all this up. She did. She did. For, for such a time as this. You see, here comes the full circle conspiracy for you. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to tell you what the full circle conspiracy is. Joe Biden is still an idiot. Don't, 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 don't get that wrong. Joe Biden still has many gaffes to make. He's going to trip over his tongue uh, many more times before the 25th Amendment is enacted upon him. And yes, Nancy Pelosi set that up too. She is one of the most prolific politicians in the entire, that America has ever had. There's never been any Speaker of the House. And she's the only female Speaker of the House there ever was. But there has never been any Speaker of the House, not one, who has left that office, lost it, voted out, and then regained it. Do you know how many arms you got to twist to maintain that type of, that type of power? Third in line to the presidency. Do you know how many arms you have to twist to maintain that kind of power? So twisting the arms of these, these officers, especially these officers, was no problem for Nancy, for, 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 for nasty Nancy. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, I imagine she can get real testy behind closed doors. It with, with the people she don't like. I just wonder how come she don't like Ocasio Cord. I, I, although I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Nancy has this this uh, this fear of Ocasio, I guess, because Ocasio has constituents. But guess what? The cops don't. The cops don't have anybody that can throw votes their way. The cops are usually not going to vote for Nancy, no how. Why would they? These cops would. I can't believe how wimpy they were. I was so ashamed. I was ashamed of them. How could your, how can your sons and daughters look at you after that type of performance and still uh, say that you're a man of valor? A man that will run toward the gunfire instead of away from it. Oh, these guys are damaged for the rest of their life. Listen, I have, I have, um, I, I give them their props for standing their ground, doing what they could. They did what they did, and I'm, I'm glad that they were not injured by and large or killed by and large. That would have been a very bad day, very bad day. But then, here six months later, to get. On with to, to have cuddled up with Nancy Pelosi, which was obvious. It was obvious. That's what that's what had happened. 
Because, they're, they're, you know, the same story that the Democrats were telling, uh, they were telling. And also, you did not have Jim Jordan there to cross-examine. Because why? They wouldn't let Jim on the panel. They, they wouldn't let Jim Jordan. You know, Jim, Jim's friend of mine. Know Jim well. Yeah, know Jim well. In fact, I'll be in D.C. next week. Hope to see him then. You're not going to let Jim Jordan on that panel. Why? Because Jim Jordan is going to tear that story apart. He's going to tear it apart. He's going to ask, first of all, were, were the insurrectionists armed? Second of all, where were your rubber bullets? That's what's to repel this crowd. What happened to your mace? What happened to your gas bomb, your mace bombs? That you can throw into the crowd. Repelling them. I am telling you, those conservative panty waste are not hardcore street fighters. They're not. They could have put down that little insurrection the minute it started with just about five flash, uh, little uh, flash, flash gases, uh, uh, mace bombs that you throw into a crowd, pepper spray bombs that you throw into the crowd. Uh, if, if the wind's blowing the right way, hey, <laughs> you're leaving. The fight leaves you. They, they actually, you have to go through that. I was telling all of you, yeah, you have to go through all that type of training. As a police officer, you know how that feels. Why didn't that occur? That's all it would have taken when the, bar, when the so-called barbarians were at the gate. If this was something that they wanted to put down and the, this was the insurrection that they thought it was going to turn into. In fact, they had information that it was going to turn into this. It was too easy to put down. You didn't want if you want you, you didn't want to shoot anybody. No, you want to shoot the citizens who are, who are on, on their own capital. You're not going to do that, but you can repel them from doing damage to you and the capital. You can repel them. Oh, how come you didn't have the rubber bullets? Fire! Listen, fire the rubber bullets into the crowd. But somebody fired fired a live round into that crowd, killing one of us, and nobody knows who did that. They're not saying again. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag with COVID. Red flag with testimony. Red flag with the so-called insurrection that was not put down by Capitol Hill police charged with defending the Capitol. The question has to be, if it was something more offensive than just these People charging the Capitol. Would they have been able to hold then? Would Nancy have called on the resources then? Or would it have been too late then? Crime is rampant in America, all throughout America, because of the games, the foolish games that the Democrats are playing with us all. I'm CL. I'll be back. You thought I was worth saving. You came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for
Estate Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL coast to coast, border to border. Welcome back, CL Bryant Show. Live uh, daily, 12.05 in the east until 2 p.m. We're on every day, even though I'm on the road sometime. But hey, it's always good for you to come along with us and gather some information. For your own uh, uh, edification and uh, share it. Share it at the water cooler, wherever you may be, with a friend and um, let them know that you're all in. <laughs> Poet didn't know. Uh, to def- for defending America and the Republic. Talking about defending the Republic, the Republic. I did a video I did a video a year ago on Venice Beach about Venice Beach. I did this video a year ago. I was on Venice Beach, filmed it, got a lot of footage, you're going to put it back up. I'm going to put it back up. And uh now the very story, and I've always been ahead of the time. Always been ahead of time. Always been ahead of my time. Runaway Slave, my movie, was ahead of its time. The, the, the piece that I did on Venice Beach a year ago, uh, I did, a, I did a, a mini documentary on it. The thing's uh, almost an hour long. I, I, a year ago, I did this. We talked to those city councilmen. We talked to one of the uh, major leading business owners. I can't remember his name now, Italian fellow, uh, there on Venice Beach at his place on Venice Beach. We went to his home on Venice Beach, interviewed him there. We, sh- we showed you all of the tents, many more than you're seeing on television now. There are many more out there then. We told you that Venice Beach was about to be overrun. Okay, they cleaned it up a little bit, but guess what? The homeless have come back. Preserving the Republic in America has to be coupled with preserving American small business. The capitalist, the the free market system, our capitalist system thrives off of enterprise. You must understand that about uh, our, our, our economy and the way we do business. It thrives off of you having an idea and selling it to me or me having an idea and selling it to you. Or we both have ideas and we sell it to each other's families and to each other. Business begins to grow when you use that formula. It's very simple. It's very elementary, but it works. When business starts to be rated 
where vandals, thugs come into your place of business and just smash and grab. This is happening in Walmarts, jewelry stores, CVSs across the nation, especially in Democrat run cities where small businesses are being vandalized, taken down by thugs. Inventory is being lost. Insurance companies are losing money. And those who are underinsured in small business, they have lost the business. Told you about my buddy up in Kenosha. I had a little small investment in his business, a black guy uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, eight, nine months ago now. Vandals burning Kenosha over something stupid. Burned, they didn't care about his business being a black owned business. Now, Black Lives Matter didn't care, Antifa didn't care. But this man lost his entire life's savings in that business. That's why some of us, some of us, his friends, grew up in Louisiana with me, and he had moved up there. And we used to go up and visit with him and his family and so forth and yada yada yada. Had a really good business. Had a small investment in it. Guess what? I lost. I lost every dime I put into him too. Every dime I put into him, lost it along with uh, two or three others of us who came up together. We put some biz. We put some money behind him. He put all. He put all in. We put all in. We, we, we didn't put all in, but we we put in. <laughs> and when they burned his business down, burned his inventory up with it, and the money was in the inventory. The money was in the inventory. The only thing he had uh, that could possibly uh, help in that situation was accounts receivables. And uh, unfortunately, many of the accounts receivables were experiencing the same situation that he was experiencing. Loss of business. That's how you take down America. So couple it all together now. They use a so-called insurrection. They now use uh, police officers who did their duty on that day, but were sold, but have sold out their fellow brothers in blue, fellow brothers and sisters in blue. And forgive me if I'm kind of because see when, when I when I went to academy years and years ago I'm talking thirty years thirty longer than well been longer than that been thirty five years ago uh, forty years ago yeah I was a young man I was a very young man something to see <laughs> that's what my wife would say but anyway it, it, it was mostly men. You didn't have women to corrupt. And then thank God there wasn't any lady cops, uh, women cops. There weren't any pol- women poli- police officers who had to testify. 
because I think they have better sense. But these guys were are hustlers. You could tell they were hustlers. They were exploiting a situation because they had been exploited themselves. The one cop, uh, what's his name? I'll get it here. Yeah, the one cop had tweeted out, Officer Dunn, had tweeted out uh, uh, criticism of Trump and praise of BLM. So I guess, just guessing, I'm not accusing the man of being t- of, of any graft or misconduct, or I'm not accusing him of any of that, but it sure sounds like it. When his story and, and Black Lives Matter story and Nancy Pelosi's story is all the same. Yes, she set it up. Yes, there was collaboration, the same kind of collaboration that Joe Biden has had with big tech companies as well. Oh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you that there is a conspiracy going on here. Yeah, it is. From the collaboration with big tech to shut your mouth, to hush your mouth, if you say anything that the word police don't like, you're shut up if you're conservative-minded. You're shut up if you're GOP-minded. I mean, I, mean, I mean a real Republican. I'm not talking about some uh, crawfish Republican, some crab-leg Republican. I'm not talking about that type of person. I'm saying if you are a for real Republican, if you are a for real, if you are for real about being a conservative and you have a thought that you are putting up on uh, the Internet that has to pass by the thought police on the Internet, you, my dear friend, coming up top of the hour. At five on the five, coming up on the fives of the hour is going to be Jonathan Gilliam, and Jonathan is a former, uh, is a special agent. Jonathan is law enforcement. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. But anyway, he is. One of those guys who is going to set the record straight as far as the way the police should have behaved because he's former secret, he's former um, uh, federal officer, federal, federal agent, former Navy SEAL. He's also the author of the book Sheep No More. He has a new children's books out called uh, The Little, Little Bigs. Uh, the Adventures of the Little Bigs. I like that. Uh, he's going to be on talking about that. So don't go anywhere. Because even though I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I am telling you that this is a conspiracy. From the time that Donald John Trump was accused of being a Russian collaborator up until this present moment, there has been a conspiracy. I am convinced of it. And, 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 and you know what? 
This is not a theory. This is fact. Everything that they accuse Trump of, uh, no bill. Couldn't charge him on it. Everything that they have told you from the beginning, I'm beginning to believe this with with every fiber of my being, with everything they have told you about coronavirus, there must be just as much stuff that they have not told you about coronavirus. Everything that they have told you about the Internet being a vehicle where people can express thought has now been, uh, I will say, negotiated down to between libs and the Internet, the, the uh, Bill Gates, not Bill Gates, but uh, the Facebook, Twitter. Insta- not, and Instagram's not so bad, I don't think. But Facebook and Twitter, hey, you can find yourself in jail there. And Instagram tagged me the other day saying that uh, something that I had posted may not be totally factual. What? Who, who, who are these people? I tell you what it is, some kid sitting in, some 21-year-old kid sitting in his basement, his parents' basement, maybe in his room in his parents' house, I don't know. Watching Instagram accounts of people like myself. And then putting little tags on your Instagram if it happened to hurt his feelings or her feelings. It could be either one. Jonathan Gilliam coming up at the uh, top of the hour, uh, on the five, rather, of the hour. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, coast to coast border to border, around the globe, traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not. Every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up on the talk monster big screen. There in Times Square, and old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. I'll be back. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the globe of the C.L. Bryant Show coming at you 
live today over Red State, Red State Talk Radio. I am C.L. Brian. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, broadcasting throughout the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Hey, listen, folks, you're traveling through Times Square. Look up above Ripley's, uh, believe it or not, and there you will see the talk monster billboard atop uh, Ripley's, believe it or not. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show comes up on that billboard, and C.L. looking back at you there in Times Square. Glad to be here with you. Been on the road with Sam Sarbo and uh, Eric Metaxas, along with our good buddy uh, Tom Askell, Pastor Tom Askell, and uh, has had a great time with our good friend and host Larry Taunton there in sweet home, Birmingham, Alabama. That's where we were, and headed up to you folks there in uh, Virginia over the weekend, and then I'll be headed back up to D.C., and then out to Phoenix. Hey, we're going to have a grand old time in all of those places uh, once we arrive right there with you, helping us build the bridge. Also, someone who is helping us build the bridge is my next guest. He is a brother from another mother, somebody who I truly respect and admire, a friend of mine, Jonathan T. Gilliam, Navy SEAL. He is FBI Special Agent, Federal Air Marshal, author of the best-selling book, Sheep No More. And Jonathan now has a new children's book out that all of you should be aware of. All of you should go and get. It is called The Adventures of Team Little Biggs. You gotta love it. Help me welcome him back to the show. Jonathan T. Welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. Where you been, brother? What's up, my friend? Well, I've been all over. Um, was on, I was in Nashville last week on Huckabee's TV show, which is a, an amazing show now. And, uh, and I'm telling you, his, uh, the, the more popular that show gets, the more hope I have in shows like yours and the ability of, of patriots to be heard. So that was, uh, it was good to be there and to be a part of that. And uh, as always, it's good to be on your show as well. Thank you so much, uh, Jonathan, for your friendship. And I, I certainly look forward to seeing you soon uh, on the trail. Let me ask you this, man. Uh, let's jump right into the book. Let's let's promote the book. I, I want as many of these books in the hands of our young people as possible because I haven't read it yet. I know you're going to send me my autograph copy for uh, my, my, some, a couple of my grandkids. I know I'm going to get that. And uh, let me know how we can get a hold of those. Michelle, take care of it for us. And uh, but Jonathan, tell us why you wrote the book, why the book is necessary, and where we can get a hold of it. Talk to us. So you know, I've been talking about sheep no more for going on three and a half, almost four years now um, since it came out, and it continues to pop back up into the bestseller uh, category because, especially right now, it's so needed. And what the book does is it shows you how to look at yourself from the attacker's point of view. And it gives you a technique on wherever you go. You're at home, you're at work, you're uh, on vacation or a special event, you're at church uh, or going to the hospital. You can always look at 
who would attack that location, why it would happen, where it could be carried out, when it would be carried out, and how it would be carried out. So these are things that anybody can look at. Uh, they need to start looking at the fact that pedophiles uh, are attackers, uh, scam artists on the phone are attackers, people who are you know trying to weasel into a position at work and get around you. That is a form of attack. I mean, it's not a physical or a violent attack, but it is a form of attack. And the way this happens is that attackers use target packages they look for vulnerabilities to exploit and avenues of approach and this book will help you with that now with with teen little bigs what i did was i took for children ages two to eight uh, i kind of took that same process of how do we teach young people this if i'm teaching adults how do i teach young people so they don't have to relearn it or learn it as an adult and i figured let's use pictures I got my good friend, Daniel Kreiner, uh, and she um, worked with me. I drew stick figures. She would turn them into pictures. But I put lessons of awareness and communication and safety in the pictures uh, that are drawn in there. And then the parent goes to teamlittlebigs.com and gets the lesson plan. So they give the book to the child, and then each picture has a lesson plan that they can go through and point these lessons out to the child. And over a period of time, whether they're, you know, they can draw things in it if the kids want, like words or whatever it is they learn words that associate with these lessons, they're going to have these things integrated in them so that as they get a little older, it just becomes natural. On with Jonathan Gilliam, the author of Team Little Bigs. I encourage you to get the book. You know, Jonathan, uh, as, as I, I, I look around the landscape on the streets of America right now, I am seeing men who are uh, afraid uh, and not confident to walk out with their wives, girlfriends, and protect their children. And so naturally, they pass that type of paranoia on to their children. Now, I know that you're very uh, adept at at self-defense. I'm adept at self-defense. I I walk with confidence when I go out my door. I I have no problems with whatever may come upon me. But there are so many Americans who are not that way, Jonathan. Do you recommend to Americans, let's just, just us two guys talking, and I know in the schools these days that uh, they're, they're trying to wimp down our kids. They have wimped down men in America. They have wimped them down, Jonathan. What must we do to regain our manhood so that we can secure our streets as a nation? Talk to us. So let's not confuse male with man. Okay, because they, what you just described there is somebody who may be a male, but they are not a man. And I don't care what the left says or any of these socialists or Marxist communists are saying in this nation. Uh, men, males are males for a reason. And they need to be in the way that they, uh, they go about their lives. And I'm not talking about dominant over other people, but I'm talking about dominant in their own lives. They need to take charge. And just like God tells us in the Bible that he goes before us, um, a, a man who is uh, who has a family should go before his family and protect his family. So we should be doing everything that we can uh, to ensure our knowledge and awareness is uh, up to standard so that we can protect those in our lives and protect our nation. And and. One of the biggest uh, things that a, a historian told me a long time ago, and this is a, this is a woman, a female uh, historian that told me, 
uh, she said that as you, it, when a nation's military cannot stand on its own, if you took the females out of the military, then you know that the nation is on the decline. And why is that? It's not because the women aren't good enough to serve in there. It's that when you take when you show that the military can't support itself with the, just the male population, the male population has stopped serving. Wow. We have a we have a nation of males uh, that are not men, and wow. that is a problem. Wow. There you heard it. Jonathan, when our capital was attacked, you saw the, the travesty, the fiasco that went on uh, the television the other day, police officers uh, on, on the television yesterday. Uh, Jonathan, were they... Did you get the feeling and talk? Please expound upon this. Did you get the feeling that they had all huddled up with the Democrat Party in order to direct that narrative? Speak to us. I mean, that's evident. The the four males that they had on there, the four males that they had on there uh, were police officers. You know, we always call uh, Republicans who are establishment, but they're not really conservative. We call them rhinos, right. Republican name only. These guys were police officers in name only. And the, the reality is that uh, I know cops, thousands of cops, who deal with ten times what they dealt with that day on a weekly basis. And it's it's what we're trained for. And what they were sp- uh, uh, spouting on uh, the congressional floor was not testimony that reflected on the events that day it was testimony that reflected what the democrats wanted them to say so the democrats can turn around and use their testimony as evidence it's no different than me as an fbi agent creating evidence so that i can use that evidence in a court of law that's what they did that's what they did to trump with the dossier the fake dossier and so those four guys up there were just spouting stuff uh that they uh, basically a script and so that's why you saw what you did. And I'll tell you something right now. I do, I do not, uh, or I supported the, the protest. I was saying all along that people should lock arms and surround the Capitol and show the Capitol uh, that they are there. I did not agree with them going in there, and I did not agree with the violence that occurred. A lot of it had to do with the QAnon movement, which is no different then these people getting up in Congress and lying to the Democrats and convincing them that all this stuff happened, QAnon is the same when they lie to conservatives and convince them that they have this secret intelligence thing that's going around, and most of it's based on lies and hearsay. So walk, walk us as, through as, something, as a nation, Jonathan. we got to wake up. Walk us through something, Jonathan. Uh, were the protesters, by and large, were any of them armed? And why is it not reported that one of us was killed? And why don't we know who killed her? Talk to us. So none of them were armed with uh, a gun. There were some people that were armed with, I don't know, uh, basically small weapons that you could carry legally anywhere. Um, you can carry, you know, something in your car to protect yourself or on your person. So they, there were some people who had those. Those would be considered weapons. None of them used those weapons, as far as we could tell, even in the part where there was some violence against police officers. Uh, mainly what they were using were flagpoles or the, the fence barriers. Um, and when it comes to uh, what was the other question he had? Yeah, so, yeah, when, when no, there what? was no gun. 
There were no guns, but the, we one of us was killed. Uh, and and, okay. and, so that, and, and so nobody, nobody has told anybody who killed her. We, we don't know anything about right. this. Why the shutdown on this? Because they own the, the, the media. They own the airwaves. They own Congress. And they don't have to tell you because they own the information flow. I mean, that's the reality of it, uh, CL. It doesn't matter what our rights are. It doesn't matter that we're citizens or this. Uh, these are leftists that own our government now. And it's really our fault that we allow this to happen because we are protective of our freedoms. We don't want to lose our jobs. We don't want to go to jail. So the conservatives, the constitutionalists, don't go to battle, uh, whether it be on Twitter or in a protest or whatever. They don't get up and act. And what happened is that the left has taken over. They own the airwaves. And now what they want to be out is out. And what they don't want to be out is not out. It and really comes down to that. It does boil down that to, to that, folks. I'm on with my good buddy, Jonathan T. Gilliam, and he is the author of the new children's book, The Adventures of Team Little Biggs. He is also the author of the wildly successful uh, book and is becoming even more successful in these latter times, Sheep No More. Get it and understand what you should be aware of as far as your surroundings are concerned when you go out into the streets with your loved ones, your family, your wives, your girlfriends, your children. When you're going out with them, you need to be aware of what to look for. Jonathan, point by point, out, outlines various things that you should see in his book, A Sheep No More. And I can't wait uh, to get uh, my gander at the pictorial book for children, uh, awareness book, The Adventures of Team Little Biggs. Now, Jonathan, when we look at, uh, and I want you to stay with me through the break if you possibly can, uh, uh, so that we can continue this conversation. All right, our children are about to go back to school here next month in, in Florida where, you know, I've, I've moved to Florida, brother. I, I couldn't leave the South, so I just moved down to Florida. And so... Uh, uh, Lucky you. <laughs> but, but just the same, uh, this COVID thing, Jonathan, uh, from the very beginning, the little Napoleonic figure, Andrew uh, 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 Fauci, Tony Anthony Fauci, has acted like Napoleon pushing us around. Is this all about control? Has it boiled down to that? Have you gotten the shot? I haven't, John. I'm just going to tell you. I haven't gotten the shot. I ain't going to get it. Uh, and, and so that's just the way I look at it, brother. And so, but I, and I don't fault anybody who has. But I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm not going to do this. But talk to us about the control that they're trying to exercise over us as Americans. I had, I had the virus. So technically, I don't need the shot. I had the virus a year ago. And it was, uh, you know, for a month I was sick. Um, I, you know, I've had friends who have died from the virus. So I know that the virus is real. They were elderly. They were put into uh, a because of a, a neck injury, had to have surgery, and were in, a, in an elderly clinic for 11 days. And Cuomo put COVID-positive patients in with these elderly people and killed, along with other Democrat governors, tens of thousands of people, probably more people than have been killed by uh, any other single thing besides the virus has been these mandates by these crooked governors, leftist governors. So the reality is 
whether it's mandates, information flow, or just using the mask to train people to be controlled, or the vaccines in this case, when the vaccines aren't even working completely, uh, it is a, a, a method of, of training the people to shut up and do what you're told. And the very fact that they don't mention our own antibodies for those people who have had the virus, and there's millions of people, the very fact that they don't mention all the illegal aliens that are coming across the border and not being tested and are not getting the vaccine are going to southern states and some other states exactly where COVID is picking up. The fact that they don't tell us the death rate, they only put up that that people are now being infected again, all shows me that they are manipulating the information. And whenever you have manipulated information by the government, you are looking at a government that is nefariously controlling and oppressing the people. It is. I want Period. you to hear what Jonathan T. said. It is nefariously doing. And, and folks, you can see the nefarious activity going on in front of your very eyes. And the very overrun of our border is nefarious. It's nefarious, folks. I'm on with Jonathan T. Gill- Gilliam, uh, my good buddy. We're going to be back in just a little bit. Jonathan, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily. I'm gone a lot, but still, when I am uh, here, the show's on every day, and there's a lot of water cooler stuff for you to talk about when you listen to the C.L. Bryant Show. And guests like I have here with Jonathan Gilliam, who's trying to help you help yourself. And that's what Sheep No More is all about. It's a book to help you help you. And you should get it because we are becoming far too sheepish in this country. We are being led around. I played high school football and you can lead a guy around by the helmet, by the helmet, by his head. If you grab a hold of that face mask and hey, all of us are being face masked. We are being face masked. We're being led around by the face mask. Don't do it. Stand up. Push back against it, Americans. Our very survival as a republic does depend on how well and how quickly. I mean, you mobilize your stand-up right now. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Our hearts are bowing. 
Across the fruited plains throughout the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the C.L. Bryant Show is on the air. Thank you so much for being there with me and coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, the greatest nation, the greatest nation still today on the face of the planet. But only you can determine what it's going to be tomorrow, folks. I am telling you that. And now is the time for all of us to decide what we're going to do with it. Or are we just going to throw it away? Huh? Are you going to throw away everything that has been given to you? I'm not, I'm not going to go down. With, I'm, I'm just not going to go down without a fight. And on with me is someone who I know is of like mind. We just can't go down without a fight. He is a warrior, American warrior. He's worn our uniform proudly. And he is uh, a Navy SEAL. He is also a brother who has um, federal air marshal, FBI agent, special agent, and author of the book, Sheep No More. My guest and friend, Jonathan T. Gilliam, now has uh, a children's awareness book. The same as um, Sheep No More is. It's, it's, it's an adult awareness book, and you better be very aware. You get your head handed to you these days. It is called The Adventures of Team Little Bigs. Get it. Get it. And help yourself. Help your children. Jonathan, tell us where we can get it. Well, they can go to, uh, of course, Amazon. Both books are on Amazon, but they're also available at Walmart, Barnes & Noble uh, online. And um, it's, it, you can also go to TeamLittleBigs.com where the lesson plans are. You can actually get to the order site through there as well uh, for Team Little Bigs. But, um, the, you know, these are these books have done really well, so they're available in pretty much anywhere uh, books are sold online. Jonathan, when we look at the surge, the overrun of our border by illegal Aliens. It gives us gives me the idea that uh, somehow this COVID thing, and I, I have the antibodies myself, Jonathan. So I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't need to take it. According to Cleveland Clinic, uh, I don't need to take that. Right. Uh, so, so the, the thing is this: uh, why then, why then is this willful act of overrunning our border being allowed by this administration? Is there any end game other than the vote? We know that they get them in here and they get them to vote, but they're, they're bringing COVID in with them. What sense does this make? How senseless is this, man? Speak to the outrage. Not only are they allowing these people in, they are, which most people don't even realize, putting them on buses and taking them to locations away from the border. So, I mean, literally, when you look at this, it is the Democrats and the leftists that are spreading this virus through illegal aliens to the, to the very locations where the, uh, the virus is spreading, where it's, it's starting to get more uh, infections. I, I, see, you know, when, when I look at the past, and I want everybody to think, this is the way investigations work, okay? We look at the totality of the circumstances. We look at the totality of the evidence. So remember that, the totality. We try never to just say this person's guilty and we go that way. You look at the evidence, you look at the circumstances, and you look at the totality of it. When I look at the past six years, just six years, and I look at every single thing that has gone wrong in this nation, I can put the blame upon the leftists. 
everything. I challenge anybody, show me something that is major league wrong in this nation, and you cannot blame it on anybody else except the Democrats, with the exception of one thing. Was COVID created, how COVID was created, right, and how it got to the United States. But one thing you can say, without a doubt, the totality of circumstances shows that the spread of COVID inside the United States was largely in part because of the way it was, people say, mishandled. I say the way it was handled by Democrat governors, mayors, and now the people that are running these agencies for Joe Biden. I'd say the totality of circumstances show that the spread is because of the Democrat Party. I don't know if they created it. I don't know who created it. But I will tell you the spread can be put blame on them right on their shoulders. Joe Biden, you mentioned his name. I was not going to talk about him, but I think we need to. You and I, we haven't talked about Joe Biden lately. Uh, we have talked about the effects of uh, what is called the Biden administration, although I don't believe there is a Biden administration. I believe there's something else. Who is Joe Biden? Who has he become? Has he always been this guy? Or Joe, Talk to us about Willie. what's going to happen, because Joe, Joe seems to be really slipping, Jonathan T. What's happening, man? Right. Joe Biden is a liar. He's always been a liar. Uh, he's been lying his entire political career. He is a, a seedy, wormy guy and uh, who got into politics. And he has always done and said what he needed to do to get more and more or to get further and further down the power uh, rise or the, or the ladder of power, further up on the, on the ladder, I guess you could say. So he, here's a guy who's lied his way into the presidency. He's built these relationships. He has done what he needed to do to play politics. Um, and now that he's in this position, it's kind of a, you know, it, it's kind of uh, justice watching him fade away into dementia. But we should not mistake. It's really not even hardly worth talking about Joe Biden as much as it is the leftists, because the leftists own the, the Democrat Party. They own Congress. They own the Senate. They own the media. They own the presidency. It's not like Joe Biden is making any decisions that go against what the leftists are making in Congress or the Senate or the leftist Supreme Court justices or the justices around the country. He's making the same decisions. When we look at them, we look again at the totality of the circumstances. We see that this is a criminal uh, enterprise. It's a counterintelligence uh, operation, a subversive movement of leftist you can call it communism marxism socialism uh, i call it satanism i believe satan is the father not only of lies but the father of socialism and the father of communism he he wants to have uh the people worship him and not god that's what he wants and i think i tell you one of the other things cl that i've always talked about okay and this kind of goes along with a little bit away from joe biden but you know in the in the garden of eden Satan never ate of the apple, but he sure did push it off on Adam and Eve because he knew if they ate of that apple, their eyes would be open to uh, good and evil, right? So he pushed that off on them because I think he knew he would be able to use them to gain knowledge to go against God. And when we look at science nowadays, we see how majority of these scientists are atheists. Uh, they, and so what is important to them? DNA, cloning going into space, 
is Satan looking for God? Is he trying to replicate humans? And when it comes to politics, the people who follow socialism and communism, they are devoid of God. Now, there is no coincidence in that. There and I no think that's the real truth. And you know what, uh, Jonathan, you remind me of Romans 1 that says that their foolish hearts were darkened, that they should worship the creature more than the creator that is blessed forever. And you know what, Jonathan T., speaking of painting pictures, you painted a really great picture in the minds of the audience here today. And thank all of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation. Uh, Speaking of picture painting, uh, you said that uh, they own the media. Why is the American media? not in absolute outrage over what Hunter Biden and how Hunter Biden and Joe Biden have exploited the offices of the vice president and now the Oval Office that Joe Biden inhabits. I can't call him president, but just the same. How come Hunter Biden is not being brought down? Because they own it. The left owns this. And he's, they're not exploiting it uh, for Hunter and Joe Biden. They're they're exploiting it because uh, of the left. Because Hunter is, uh, you know, Hunter's really just a problem that they deal with. Um, it's no different than the, the mafia. You know, when they have one person who's a little bit of trouble, but he's, you know, uh, a son of the boss. You know, they're not going to whack that guy. They're going to try to get him out of trouble and deal with it. Right? It's the same thing here. Uh, but Joe Biden. And the left and the media. The media is a leftist organization. It's been that way since the the, the 60s. Um, same thing with the Department of Education. Uh, you know, and it's it's just all indoctrination and it's organized. That's what we have to realize. And, and I just want to, I, I really want people um, to go to my a website that I have. They can go to my website, Jonathan T. Gilliam. But they can also go to FTA Nation. Com, FTA Nation, that stands for Free Territory Alliance. I wrote a, uh, a document that is almost like our Declaration of Independence against the left, and it gives the people the opportunity in their own home to take the oath to support and defend the Constitution. And then on the website, they can, after they take the oath themselves, they can sign the document because I, I, I want them to have their name on this document in an electronic form, just like the the individuals that, that signed the Declaration of Independence, those few people changed the world forever. If I, I think if we get enough people to sign this document, their their general location goes on a map so you can see where all the conservatives and people who signed this and taken the oath are. It, I think what we can do is we can start to build a movement in this nation of conservatives that will stand together, not just locally, but state to state. These rallies that we do, they're worthless. People go there, they listen to speeches, they shake each other's hands and pat each other on the back, they go home, they don't do anything. So the FTA Nation or FreeTerritoryAlliance.com, what I'm trying to do is build a coalition of the citizenry so that we can stand up and stand together for the Constitution to protect it, to defend it, and ultimately to keep freedom. Because without this, if we don't start doing this, which is basically using the Democrats' playbook against them, if we don't start doing this, we're done. We're basically almost done right now as it is. And you know what, folks, uh, what Jonathan just said, I never, last, last year this time, Jonathan, 
Uh, I, I know that we, we've probably talked a couple of times since in a year. I know we have. But yeah. we would not have said those words that you just said as definitively as you have just said them a, just, well, man, just seven, eight months ago. We would not have said right. those words as definitively. And that is we're just about had it now. America, you don't realize we've just about had it now. It's, it's just about over if you don't push back and stand up now. Jonathan Gilliam has books out, Sheep No More. We can't be sheepish anymore, and we need to train our, our children in the way that they should go because I tell you something, there has been a huge departing away from who we are as Americans. And Jonathan has been with us to uh, point that out. Jonathan, tell everybody again how to get your book. Tell us again how to get a hold of you and bring you to a place near them. So anywhere books are sold, Amazon, uh, Walmart, whatever, you can go online and get the book. Uh, you can also go to my website, jonathantgilliam.com, and you can uh, you can see where you can order it, kinglittlebigs.com. That's the children's book. And Free Territory Alliance or ftanation.com. This is very important because, CL, what I'm trying to do is what we're talking about right now is I'm trying – I'm leaving next week in my RV to go to different places, and I'm taking the 1776 uh, Harley-Davidson bike that I built, taking that with me, and I'm going to go around the country – and try to get all these patriot groups and all these people that are constantly going to these rallies to come together. I want them to invite me there, and what we'll do is we'll get these people together, and we will develop a, a force that can stand against the left, not just in their own town, but in their states and state to state where we can work together uh, for action. We can't depend on the Republican Party. Listen, the GOP is a fundraising organization. They are not a warfighting machine. The, the Democrats are. And we need to develop our own warfighting machine to stand up for this nation, the Constitution. I have a GoFundMe they can go to. Um, and, but the whole thing is called Gather for Freedom, and that's what I'm doing. I'm going around the nation trying to gather people for freedom. Now, because next year, CL... I mean, I remember having you on when I would host on Sirius or host on Sean Hannity, and I would have you on, and we would discuss about the creep of communism. I mean, CL, it's here. And if we, if we don't start doing something now and gathering for freedom in a year, I mean, I mean how much worse could it get? It's going to get bad fast. Friends, listen to what he's saying. Just seven months ago, we would not have been talking this definitively about this. Jonathan, you know, I used to dry, ride a, a Harley Sportster myself many, many years ago. I almost killed myself on it. And uh, so I love bikes. I always loved bikes since I had a mini bike when I was a, just a kid, you know. And uh, But just the same, just the same, you're about to make me get uh, go get me a Harley and join you on that tour, man, because... Uh, uh, I really I love biking. First of all, I love I love 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 bikes. But just the same, yeah. Jonathan, I wish you well on that. Whatever we can do, Michelle, sign us up. Uh, J- Jared, get, we're going to be promoting this. Leanne, sign us up on your end as well. Hey, listen, we're going to help you, man. We do need to rally because you've said some things. If that doesn't make your blood run cold, that our nation, America. My father, World War II, 
grandfather, World War I, great-grandfather, Spanish-American War. It makes my blood run cold to hear what he has just said because I know it's true. It's soon to be over if we don't push back and stand up. Jonathan, God bless hey, you. Know, let, me say one thing. Let, me, let me say one other thing real quick. You know, you have uh, black skin. I never liked pointing this out. You know, whenever I was on the show with David Webb, I would. I never liked to point out the color of skin. Now, now they want you to point out the color of somebody's skin or you're racist. But I'm going to tell everybody right now, CL's got black skin. I've got light skin. I'm a white guy, but I've got tan right now. Right? <laughs> so the reality is, the reality is the oppression of the left knows no color. Just like poverty knows no color. Why do you think that Cuba is the way that it is? It's because the Democrat Party is not there to divide them, right? The communists are there, and they don't care about color. They don't care about gender. They don't care about all these things the left tells people they need to care about. The reality is, right now, where we're at, the good thing about this is that everyone is oppressed. Everybody is being lied to. And if everybody stands together as a citizenry, this will stop. If we don't, we're going to continue to be divided. We're going to continue to be defined by the stupid things like the color of our skin or our sexuality or gender, and we are going to crash. Folks, let's make it stop. Let's make it stop. Let's take it into our own hands if we have to. And and I'm I'm not talking vigilanteism and all that kind of thing, but you, the American people, we the people, we're still in charge of this country. Jonathan T., God bless and keep you. I know that you'll continue to fight the good fight because, brother, you are fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for being on with me. You got it, brother. One team, one fight. One team, one fight. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and that was my good friend, Jonathan Gilliam, on with me and yes we're in this together uh whatever strike you might happen to be in this country it is one team one fight hey let that be our mantra one team one not 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 what joe biden is talking oh my it just pains me to call this man's name but not the kind of stuff he's talking about when he was running for president or when they were propping him up to uh, sit in the Oval Office, that room without walls, without corners, rather, that room without corners, the Oval Office. This idiot is inhabiting it. And Jonathan said it as well as anybody could. He's a liar and always has been. And he's the product of lies and grand deception. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't any of you go anywhere. I'll be back after this brief break. Thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up. 
Stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL Coast to Coast, back with you on this great day in the USA. Glad that you came along building the bridge to conversation with me daily. Happy that all of you are there with me. And, um, hey, just had on uh, with me Jonathan T. Gilliam, Navy, SEAL, um, Air Marshal, and Special Agent, FBI, author of the book Sheep No More, was on with me. And uh, he's an Arkansas boy. I'm a Louisiana boy. And, uh, hey, we, we hit it off real good. Brothers from another mother is what we way we uh, run it down. But uh, he was telling you, as I have told you, he was telling you, as I had told you, that was a sham on Capitol Hill the other day. Oh, and I'm not the only one to think so. No, uh, former, well, still liberal, uh, classical liberal, Alan Dershowitz, Harvard uh, professor, uh, he retired, emeritus. Alan Dershowitz, said it is outrageous to blame the violence at the Capitol on a hit man. Oh, yeah. And the the analogy won't work as a defense for the hundreds of people who are facing criminal charges in connection with the incident's that occurred on January 6th. Emeritus Harvard Law Professor, Harvard Law Professor Emeritus, rather, Alan Dershowitz. The hitman analogy undercuts due process. Yeah. Dershowitz was talking to John Bachman when he said this on Now Television, the great, great uh, television show. I've been on several times now. While commenting on statements made by Capitol Police, this Sergeant Harry Dunn, what I was telling you about, the one that's just a a disgrace to the uniform, to select committee investigation, the the matter, done without specifically calling out former President Donald Trump by name, told the panel Tuesday, listen to this, if a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail. Not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who hired them does. There was an attack carried out on January 6th, Dunn goes on to say, and a hitman sent them. I want you to get to the bottom of that. Now, <laughs> stupid, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's about the stupidest thing I have heard in a long time. Do you know why? First of all, the only person that was killed was killed by somebody firing from the Capitol. And by all accounts, uh, Jonathan T., I had him on just a little bit ago, Jonathan T. Gilliam, had him on just a little bit ago. And uh, as far as we, if any evidence has been shown, if there was any evidence of gun uh, people who had guns in that, insur- in that so-called insurrection, you'd know about it. 
But the reason you don't know about it is because there weren't any. There weren't any guns. There was nobody trying to carry out a hit. That was the stupidest thing I've heard in my life. Well, not the stupidest thing I've heard in my life, but it ranks right up there with the top stupid things (laughs) that I've heard in my life. That Donald Trump, the hitman. (laughs) Oh, it is so funny, but I tell you what ain't funny. I tell you what's not funny at all. Let me tell you what ain't funny. What Jonathan T. said just a little bit ago. You give it a year, we stay on this pace, we, we stay on this pace the way we are. That fundamental change of America will take place that Obama talked about, and you and your children you will not be sleeping peacefully at night in your beds because that thin blue line, yeah, that thin blue line will be gone. And the only reason you sleep peacefully in your beds at night now is because of that thin blue line. They're seeing, they, go, they are charged with seeing the underbelly of society while you sleep peacefully in your beds, while you and, and your children sleep peacefully in your beds at night. There are men and women in blue out there who see that underbelly. You pay them to be the guardians of the city. You pay them to do that. And they're not nearly, believe me, along, listen, I told all of you earlier, John the T knows this, I went to the academy years and years ago. I was a young man back then when I went to the academy. And I had a family. You know, I had a family. I had a family as a young man. My oldest child was born when I, well, my oldest child, but, but our oldest child was born when I was 19. When I was 19, our, our oldest child, Jane and I, our oldest child was born when I was 19. So I've been, I've, been a ma- I've been a family man trying to provide for my family a long time. I had always wanted to be a cop. I really did. I always wanted to be one. And uh, so I, I uh, thought in my fledgling years trying to find myself, I was actually selling insurance at the time when I decided to do this, um, to go to the academy. But... Um, I think we would have starved to death. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have starved to death. But just the same, uh, just didn't do it. My father had pa- just recently passed away, uh, which was my major support system. Uh, back then when I got into a pinch, I could always lean on dad when you're trying to do the right thing and uh, you don't want to do anything illegal. You lean on your folks and then what is young as a young man. And, but dad died, so it was just me. So I thought I'd make a career out of policing. And I can tell you this. When we look at that thin blue line going away, when we look at those men and women who are trained to protect and serve, when we look at that going away, you will not be sleeping peacefully in your beds at night. How many times have I written deep nights as a, um, uh, a pastor who works with the police and uh, police chap- chaplains? How many times have I rode deep nights through neighborhoods where all kinds of stuff was going on? I told you in the first hour 
that if you're a D.C. cop, and Jonathan reinforced what I said, if you are a D.C. cop, you see things a whole lot worse on a weekly basis where you are actually confronted with gun violence. Not just some hoorah, not some yahoos trying to uh, uh, rabble rouse. No, 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 no. You are faced with real life criminals. A few flash bombs, uh, you know, um, into that crowd spraying uh, mace among those mostly white conservatives from middle America or, uh, or, or the East Coast America. Hey, that crowd would have been dispersed if they wanted it to be. There would not have been any problem if, if the police would have just done their job first instead of waiting until uh, the, the, the barbarians were at the door or the gate or, or had crashed the gate in that case. They had crashed it. Oh, something had been, it should have been done a day before to reinforce the Capitol building. But Nancy Pelosi let, let us all down. It was Pelosi. And then you have this idiot comes on yesterday. And yes, uh, he will be an idiot from now on. Because that's what he is. All of Joe Biden's, everything that's surrounded, surrounding Joe Biden's, Nancy Pelosi's an idiot. Ocasio-Cortez is one. This police officer, this done guy, total airhead, total idiot. Kamala Harris, <laughs> oh, total idiot. Laughing Kamala. Like waltzing Matilda. Maybe not. But anyway, laughing Kamala. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying. She's quite a character. And quite not a character. And certainly not up to being in any leadership position as far as I can tell. Americans, if she goes away, if America goes away, then she's not coming back. No, and when a, when a good thing goes away, oh no, it, it you, uh-uh. When it's not a, how have we not been able to appreciate America for what she is, what she has been to us, what the opportunities that, that this nation has provided for us? How can we not appreciate that? If she goes away, if America goes away, she's not coming back. She would have had it. It's over. It's over. And you are standing there watching your good thing, Americans. Pack her bags and leave. Business is packing up. Yeah. I was told the other day by a very reliable source, believe me when I tell you this, because I spent way more hours in this airport than I should have. So I got a chance to talk to everybody. And I did. Jet fuel 
is at a premium. In fact, you can't. It's at a, it's in a shortage. You know why? According to my reliable source, shutdown pipelines and all that kind of thing. Not only can you not transport it, truckers are not price of beef. Really, reasons. I mean, hey, it costs a lot to get that beef to you now. Before we were energy independent. Now we're not. You got to pay. I hear these idiot com- uh, comedians um, in listening to some of their stuff that they may have done a year ago, deriding Donald Trump. They must all feel like ab- well, I know they they probably don't they don't even get, they must all feel like fools though. Joy Behar, you, were you ever stupid enough to listen to that idiot? The only way, and I, you know, I, maybe I'm throwing that word idiot around too long, but it's idiocy. It's total idiocy. Joy Behar, have you ever, I only listened to her in clips, but she, America could go away. And friends, this should chill you to the bone. If your good thing leaves, she won't return. It, they never have. Countries like ours, well, countries that have been strong at one time, once they fade, England being one of them, France another, Rome being another, they never return. I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds and my fellow Americans, until I'm able to speak with you again, my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and keep you all. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.